This podcast is brought to you by Infinite Resources, a local staffing agency connecting diverse job candidates and central Iowa companies. Amplified. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Realist Amateur Boxing Podcast with Coach Pena. Um, today, the first session, we're just going to do a little freestyling. Um, I don't have no questions or anything. I'm just going to go off the top of my head. Um, I had two coaches I thought they were going to show up today to the Zoom, but they had something else come up. The time didn't match what I need to do. Um, but the second session of um, Podcast 6 would be with Nate Williams, MMA guy, local MMA fighter, coach. Been around for a while here. when He lived in Des Moines, so that should be a good one. Can't wait for that one, but... Let's just talk about a little bit about amateur boxing and um, what Pena's Boxing Des Moines has been through over the last um, several months since the last time I've been in here. Um, we've had a lot of things happen since then. Um, we just moved into a, a bigger location. Um, we went from a, a 13,000, uh, no, sorry, 1,300 square foot um, building to close to a 4,000 square foot footage building. <clears throat> sorry, my voice kind of messed up this morning. Um, which has helped out tremendously. Um, we can do way more things in that gym. Um, it's, it's just great. There's so much more room to work with the kids. Um, we're not bumping into each other all the time. Um, the workout's good. The only thing that um, I wish we had from the other gym was the heat. You know, in a smaller a smaller space, is hotter. Um, this space is um, it's way bigger. Um, so I got to manage the heat because I don't want my energy bill to be you know hundreds of dollars so finally got that worked out um, we had some kinks we had to go through at first in the first couple weeks um, got all that stuff taken care of everything's rolling good now um, we had a lot of people stopping through seeing what's going on we're on 5900 southeast 14th street um, right across from tasty tacos down the south side we had to stay on the south side because my last gym was at across from lincoln on the south side and it just it just worked out so much better being on the south side. I'm from the south side. That's where I call home, south side, for 18, uh, 2001. Been down here on the south side somewhere. Um, but like I said, um, it's going very well there. Um, we offer um, youth classes, adult classes, and a cardio boxing fitness class. Um, let's talk about the two adult classes just to get them out there. I get a lot of people asking questions about them. So the... Um, the Pena's Cardio Boxing Fitness class is Tuesday and Thursdays from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. And on Sundays from 9 to 10 a.m. It's a $5 drop-in. Or I'll also sell punch cards for 45, 45 bucks, but you get one for free. Okay, now the adult workout is uh, 65 bucks a month, Monday through Friday. We're open Monday through Thursdays and most Fridays, not all Fridays, but I usually let everybody know if we're not open on Friday. Um, for right now, we've been doing our Fridays times from um, 4.30 to 6.30 just because Fridays, there's not as many people in there as there is during the week, which it, it is what it is. So I let the adult, the adult class come in early on Fridays because the adult workout during the week is from 5.30 to 7.00. You come in, you get taught, just like all the, all of my kids. All the kids to me, like I always say, because I'm, I'm an older guy. So from all my all my kids, let's just say, from 
everyone that comes to my gym, I'm gonna keep calling them kids because some are like 25, 30 years old. So um, they they get taught just like a regular boxer. I don't care if you're just coming in off the street, you're learning your first day, or you've been there for years. You're, you're getting taught the same way. Um, you're not a number when you come to, to Penny's Box in Des Moines. You're part of a team, and you can get treated like a team. We're very disciplined in there, um, very, very, very disciplined. So you're not going to come in there and think you're going to play around, um, keep drinking water all day, run to your mom and dad. We ain't having all that stuff. So either going to like it or don't like it, I always, when I turn like Tree James, you know, um, when I turn that music down, it's about ready to pop off. So um, if you ever see Coach turn that music down, then something's about ready to happen. And it comes off the top of the head. I don't care if your parents are there you can, or not. They're going to hear the same thing because I'm there to help not only the kid, but for the parents too. Because they have some parents that are single moms, some are both. But then, you know, you have them kids that sometimes they think they want to talk a little different to their parents. But they're not doing that in front of me. I'll correct them every single time if I hear it. It don't make a difference to me. Um, I do it all day long. I work for the school district. Um, I hear them kids in there, elementary school. You hear them kids in there talking, and most of the times I'm like, who are you talking to like that? Just like that. There's nothing yelling, nothing crazy, and that gets their attention. It gets their attention. And I give them that vino look, and that gives them another attention. So now they, now I got their attention twice. And that's just the way it works. Um, I wish I can switch um, my jobs, because I think I'll do a good, be a good um, behavior teacher. I really do, because... A lot of them kids in that school, they they respect me, and I can move them around by just talking to them in a decent voice and and trying to, I wouldn't say reason with them, but trying to educate them on everything I say to them, try to make it so they can understand what I'm trying to get at. That everything is a choice. It's all about choices in these schools, in the streets, at home, wherever you're at. Life is full of opinions and choices. I say that from day one. If you If you don't like someone's opinion, and just don't listen to it. I That's why I never get caught up on these Facebook posts and stuff. And people start talking about stuff. I either like it or I just scroll by it. I won't I won't add my two cents because that's their opinion. And this is my opinion. And if I choose to get on there, that's my choice. And if I say something they don't like, then, then you're sitting there arguing. I'm not sitting there arguing back and forth with nobody. I ain't got time to be looking like that. And make all this coach just argue with everybody. No, no. I'm going to say something, my opinion, um, and if I really think I need to say it, it's going to be to their, to their face right here in person. It's not going to, I'm not trying to say I'm trying to fight anybody, but that's just how it goes. You want someone to know your opinion, just say it to them face to face and talk about it. That's how it's supposed to be. Not on social media running your mouth. Next you know it's a big old argument and a bunch of people are getting into the argument and I'm like, that's the thing about boxing. I get a lot of people ask me, Coach, why don't you ever talk about boxing on, you know, when people post stuff up? I said, because half of the people haven't even been in the gym before. Half of the people don't know, understand what you have to put through in the gym, in the ring, outside the ring and all that stuff. Why should I want to keep putting my opinions to people who are just going to sit there and they don't, they don't know nothing about it? Now, it's like my, my Uncle Pat. Someone has been in, you know, been in the gym since they were a kid and know the ropes. I'll sit down all day and talk to someone like that. But if I know you hasn't been in the gym, or if you're just one of them boxers that are in and out the gym and you never take it seriously, man, I ain't talking boxing to you. I probably won't even share knowledge with you because you're wasting my time at the end of the day. 
Why should I be sharing your stuff that I sat back and studied for years and years and years? Why should I share that with you if you're not you're not putting in the time? That's just how it goes. And I tell my kids that all the time, all the time. I said, I work with you if you're in the gym. I'm going to work with all of you guys. But you get the, the, the mitts. That's the main thing. I'm too old to be sitting there holding mitts every single day for all these kids. So I'll be sore the next day. I said, but if you're in here putting in the work, putting in the work, I will hold the mitts for you and I will show you some different things. Now, if I do that and you don't show up the next two days, guess what? I ain't working with you for a while until you show me that dedication again. That's just how it goes. I don't care if I'm holding mitts for the same kids every day. That's because they're there every day. That's how it works. And, you, and they know better to come to me, coach, I get some mitts. No, don't come up and ask me. I will tell you when you get in the mitts. That's just how it works. Don't come up, hey, coach, can I spar? No, I'll tell you when you spar. That's how it goes. You come in here, you put the work in, let me see you work. And at, and at the end of the day, I'll decide on I'll decide on if you get the extra work or if you get the sparring. Um, for instance, um, like we're supposed to be in Davenport this week and be keeping it 100. We're supposed to be in Davenport um, sparring this week and at my Uncle Pat's, Pat's gym, Pendens DBC, back in Davenport where I grew up at. But we had to reschedule because some of my older guys wasn't showing up to the gym. So why should I take why should I take time out of my day and away from my family to take these guys to a out of town, two and a half hours away to spar? We're not even dedicated to the gym. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. My time to do that is for for fights. And I wish we can spar more with people around here, but it just don't. It just doesn't happen. I got. Very few gyms that will work with us, but we want all of the work. We have kids at different levels, just starting off just like they do. I have the older guys, um, younger guys like Cesar. We had on here in here before. I got many weights, many ages, and we can work with anybody. But when it, when it's time to go out of town, you're not putting in that work. You're not in the gym. I'm I'm not going. I'm not wasting my time. But they, they don't they don't look at it like this. When we go out of town, okay, it's time me wasting not wasting so we're going to get to work in if they're ready it's time for me away from my family maintenance on my car wear and tear on my car and you're putting gas money to get down there gas money to get back you got to eat when you're down there so now you don't waste about 100 bucks in time if even more than that just to head two and a half hours away to spar okay so it works both ways can't just have one gym going to all these gyms to spar and my doors have been open since 2017 i made a video i wish i could find it back in 2017 about we'll work with anybody we'll work with we'll work with of course the boxing clubs we'll work with the mma gyms we'll do it all it's just it's just we just gotta work together that's all it is that's how you get better is working working together working with gyms with better better boxers and that can bring you bring more out in you. So if you're sitting there at a gym and you're sparring the same guy over and over and over, you get used to him. You can beat him up. You know, not not beat him up because you don't know how it's supposed to work in sparring. You know, you can work him over. You're not going to get any better. That one who's the better guy, he's not going to get any better. The younger, the one who, who's getting worked on, he'll get better because he has to. But the the other one won't get better until he goes to another gym and. Inspire somebody that's better than him, and it's all about that. It's all about that's we're in there as coaches to manage the sparring sessions, and that's how it goes. 
You're not in there to try to take each other's heads off. If you're in there trying to take each other's heads off, you might as well don't even be sparring. You're supposed to be sparring to work on things you've been working on in the gym with your coaches. You still got to listen when you're sparring. If you're in there just not listening, I'll walk away from the ring. You're in there on your own now. That's just how it goes. That, that sport, that's mainly for the for the older guys. Younger guys, they're going to listen. But the older guys that are in there think they know everything, and I'll just walk away from that ring, and then they, they got it's in my head. I already know. And I tell them guys too, man, I ain't been close to teaching you guys anything yet. Because you guys got to show me the dedication. You got to show me that you're in here to work. And at the end of the day, you got to show me you're here to listen. Because there's been plenty of times you've been in a fight, you know, competition, and you made the fight harder than it should be because you wasn't listening. Think back on the fight when you was listening to coach. How easy at them times them fights were going. They were going easy until you did what you wanted to do. And stop listening. And I keep trying to teach these guys, man, it's just, it's different because back in the days we came in, we knew what we were supposed to do. These days it's like school, man. You got to write the stuff on the board, try new things. And um, and it was funny because I had someone say this to me a while back, years ago, like, like you gotta you gotta um, play them like a video game, man. I don't like video games. I never played video games. I was the one that was in the gym grinding, or grinding some some type of way. I didn't. I, didn't, I played Atari. Atari was what I played. I didn't, I'm not a big video guy. Never have been. Never will be. And years later, I'm like, oh, damn, he was he was kind of right. You do gotta play these guys at video games, but you can't play them at video games if they don't listen. That's the bottom line. Listening to get better. That's how it goes. That's just the bottom line. And um, like I said, they're all, you come in here to my gym, um, to the gym, our gym. This is our gym. Let me get that out the way. Our gym to, to learn. Okay? I tell the parents this all the time. If they listen, they will learn. If they don't listen, it's going to take them a, it's going to take them a while to learn anything. And you'll see a kid that comes in a month later behind your kid and listens. And that kid flies right past your kid because that kid is listening and your kid's not. So it comes to a, a time where you got to sit down and say, hey, um, I don't think this is working out for your kid. Because, you know, if you if you hear me, I'm constantly on him or he's messing around all the time. He's just he's just just not working out. I want it to work out for him. So you're going to need to talk to him a little bit and I'll chat to him one more time. I said, because we can't have this kind of distractions in the gym. This gym is here. When I got to tell them, this is not an after school program. You treat this gym. You're going to learn some stuff in this gym. Because we all know how things roll with, the, with schooling and stuff. Like I said, I know I've been in the school district since 2001. I know the ins and outs. Um, we're not, I always tell them guys, and I don't care if they're parents right here. Like I said, I tell them, you're not at school. You're not at home. When you up in here, you're going to listen, you're going to learn, or you won't be here. There's the door right there. And that's always after I turn the music down. So it's just not trying to be, I don't know. That's just the, the new version of Alvino. Alvino would have cussed you out back in the day. My grandfather would have called you all the, you know what he would have called you to, all the guys who's listening, who's been DBC back in the day. You know. I got to tone that down big time because I can't talk to the kids like that. I talk to them in a certain way just to get their attention. 
because you got to get these kids attention these days before you before they even can comprehend anything you're saying because if not it's just it's a bunch of yelling and screaming and that's about it and i always tell the kids i go um if you hear me yelling your name all the time you're not listening because the first thing i ask you to do when i teach you how to box is keep your hands up throw your punches straight out bring them right back to your face if you're constantly hearing me tell you so-and-so keep your hands up so-and-so keep your hands up you haven't listened since day one so it's going to take you forever so your main goal when you're in here at my in our gym is to not hear your name being called out if you hear me go there you go there you go there you go so-and-so that means that's what I, i like what i see but if you don't hear that, there you go. If you just hear that, blah, 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 keep your hands up, move around, then you're not doing what she's supposed to be doing. Like I'm saying, I'm still learning to this day how to teach some of these kids the easier way so they can comprehend the boxing part of it because they don't, they cannot comprehend like we did back in the day. It's just, if it's, it's one thing or another. Um, as a lot of what I see is a lot of excuses. I want to say excuses. Let's, let's talk a little bit about this. Um, back in the day, um, you had kids like with, um, asthma. That was the main thing back in the day. Okay. If he, if he has asthma, make sure he has his, his inhaler by him. You didn't hear nothing about hyper being hyper or not this, um, learning like whether ADD, HDAD, all them things. You didn't hear about that stuff back when we were kids. The main thing you heard was they had asthma. Um, it just seemed like as, as life went on, things just, I wouldn't say they're excuses, but things just started to be added on to like what's wrong with the kids and stuff like that. It's understandable to have them things and I need to know them things when they come to me. That way I know, like I'm saying, learn how to teach these kids. I can use that. I can use that to, to coach your kid. So, um, I get it mixed up all the time. Um, get me wrong. I'm, I might get this wrong, but. I think um, ADD is the learning one, if I remember correctly. So then if I know he has problems learning, I would try to tweak some things up so he can understand what I'm talking about. Um, the ADHD, I'll take them hyper kids all day long. You just got to learn how to, you just got to learn how to um, control all that energy they have into something positive, how to go hard. So in and boxing does it very well for both kids with both of them. Then the asthma, it's going to be hard for a kid to try to, to box with asthma, just to, let, just to be real with you. But if you can control all that, and at the end of the day, listen to your coaches on how to breathe, how to move, and do all that stuff, you can have asthma and fight still. But it's just, um, my sign say, don't fight because you have asthma, but a lot of people have asthma, but it's kind of harder to, con- to to teach it, to learn how to control it all. So it's all about controlling when it comes to boxing. They hear that a lot from me. Control this, control that. Because you got them out there while swinging and this and that. I'm like, nope, you're just setting yourself up to be hit. You got everything under control. Everything under control. So other than that, I'm just trying to just talk about things until my next segment which I don't have nothing written down, but I want to talk about um, a little bit of the what we went through last year as a boxing club. I'm going to bring it up real quick on my phone. Give me a second. All right. 
So let's let's talk. I always keep track of um, our records and stuff, how we do. And I always, when I walk into up into the apron, I always pay attention to who's judging. Um, I pay attention to how the fight went after the, you know, after the decision, what was written on the book. And then we talk. I talk to the kid for a quick second, and then we talk about it at the gym on Monday most of the time. Um, last year, our last six shows, we went ten and nine. I really didn't pay attention. I did pay attention, but I really didn't break it down like I did the second half for 2023. But it was it was it was okay. Um, we went to uh, um, Silver Gloves in 2022, and we went one and one. We only we didn't have that many kids fight that time. Um, and then we went to a local gym with two and two a local show. Went to Nebraska two and one, Davenport one and zero, oh, and then we had our show. We went three and two, and then we had another silver gloves. We went one and three. Okay, um, so that ended up ten and nine. So this year, these kids don't know I'm doing this. This year, um, we talked about how we need to go a little harder to make that number look better, and we we made it look better. We fought way more. We made it look better, and I'm gonna break this down to you like I broke it down to them the other day. Um, in 2023, we went 33 and 19, and I'm gonna break that 33 and 19 down. I'm just gonna give you guys a little um, walkthrough about how it went. So, um, 2023 regionals, we went 0 and 1. That started off the year in regionals. Um, then we went to Nebraska, went 3 and 0. Went to nationals, went 0 and 1 in nationals. Went to Ames and went 2 and 0. And we had a show here in Des Moines. It was, we went three and three. Went back home. It's always good to go back home and do good because it shows you guys. It shows them guys that man, they can. That Pena's team up there be getting the work in too. But they follow us. They know we, we're at all the shows. We're trying to get better. And we went um, that day. We went three and zero in Davenport. Um, went to the Golden Gloves. Had a bunch of new guys fighting in that one. We went two and four. After that, Golden goes one say, oh, we need to buckle down some. We need this needs to be better than that, because um, a lot of that was nerves, and they just didn't listen like they should have, and or they didn't train hard enough. Come to that time where in the third round you need to go a little harder, and you don't have it in you because you didn't train hard enough. Okay, and then we came back home, did another tournament, uh, another show. In Des Moines went three and three. Went up to Cedar Rapids, went two and two. Went back to Davenport, one and zero. Oh, only had one fighter. And then this is where we started really putting in some work. We went to a, a tournament up in Nebraska called the Buffalo Bill, and we went five and zero. This this is the one where I think they started real, they started noticing us in Nebraska because all the time before we go up to fight, you'll hear me yell five one five five one five. That's that's us five one five. We were yelling for two days. We were yelling five one five. Let's go, baby. It's time to go five one five. After we get done winning five one five, yell it again. So as we're walking out the door, you hear this guy yell, 515. We just turned around and said, hell yeah, see, you get noticed. You get noticed, and they know we from the 515. So I thought that was pretty cool. Then we went back to Nebraska again and went 3-0. and So the last two trips in Nebraska, we were we were 8-0 in Nebraska, okay? So then we went to Nebraska again. Plus, had two fighters that day, and only one made um one fight because the other kid didn't make weight. Um, we went 0-1. It was just a bad day for that day for that kid, and he understood that, um, and it just happens. 
And then we had a local a local show, went one and two. Then we went to Waterloo um, to Miguel's show, went three and one. Then we just had a Silver Glove show, we went three and one again. So that leads us at um, 33 and 19. So we go we go back to the gym and I write 33 and 19. And under the 19, I have 75% slash 25%. So I always ask kids, I said, a lot of you guys probably don't know what this is, but I used to do this back in 2017, 2018. Says are you might know, but you were only eight back then, so you might you not remember. So I said, what's 33 and 18? No one knew what it was. I said, that was our record for 2023. I said, what what is the 75 under 19? No one knew what that meant. So I'm going to tell you what that means. 75% of the 19 losses were on split decisions. And 75% of the 19, you know, of the 19 losses wasn't on the coaches. Because the coaches are telling you what to do. It was either you wasn't, you didn't work out hard, you didn't listen, or you didn't do both. And that 19 couldn't have been, been way less than that. A split decision is when, like, say, um, you have three judges and you have three judges go for that guy. Two judges go for yours for the fight. Judges see fights differently, you know, and that's just how it goes. And like I tell them all the time, you need to come out that first round and go at it. You need to go, 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 and then don't put that first round behind you. And now you're down one round. So you win that first round is very big. So I've been whipping that into their heads like, hey, we got to go, go, go with that first round. Like I said, we haven't had no show since um, we had this talk with just the other day. But it's just I was trying to explain to him that, you know, you're going to lose. But this 19 could be half of that 19. If we would have worked out just a little harder, you would have listened and stuff like that. It wasn't that the kid was way better than you. It just didn't listen that sometimes or you didn't go hard at the time you needed to go hard. But like I said, we'll be doing it all back over. We'll be starting all back over. Um, um, January, when we go to regionals again, we have four kids going to regionals, so that should be good. And then hopefully, them four kids qualify for nationals in February, and try to get us some some more national champions under our gym. But um, time's gonna be up for right now because we're gonna give um, Nate Williams a little a call through Zoom, get him on here, and um, we'll be back to the Realist Amateur Boxing Podcast with Coach Pena. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Infinite Resources, a local staffing agency connecting diverse job candidates and central Iowa companies. Amplified.